Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell each other stories and learn from listening. Ashley, Maddie, and myself are um, back for our final episode um, of the 2016-2017 year, mm-hmm. and thought we'd just sort of think about the Share Chair Podcast, think about the uh, year, maybe, and how it's come to an end. Um, we're so I'll, I'll share a couple of things. We're, we're in a really interesting spot. We uh, just just by the numbers, right? By the numbers, we um, grew. You know, so I mean, we added. We were at fifty episodes, I think, at the end of last year, and now we have a hundred. I think this will be number one hundred nine, producing that many episodes. That's hard to do. And we included some from Hamilton. We included some from Muskegon. We had one from Sparta. It was so much fun to expand that way. And we've just gone up in the amount of listens. So it's like, hey, you you want to see from year one to year two some growth. And I think yeah. we can do that. Mm-hmm. We can say, we can. It has know, happened. It has yeah. happened, right? So uh, I was kind of curious about, you know, either memorable episodes of yours or kind of, or, or just growth over the year, like, I don't know, especially Ashley, I guess, what are some things just sitting in on, so, so listeners know, we usually speak and talk to our guests for a half an hour and then reduce those down to about 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes yeah. um, for the actual episode, but in all those half hours, say, you know, 40 to 50 of them, what are some things that came out of that? That sounds like a lot more than I thought it was, yeah. <laughs> that you're saying it out loud. Um, yeah. I mean, I have recognized in myself um, an air of growth, not just, you know, in my editing skills and, and my conversation skills, but, you know, I have become more open to, you know, people and their characteristics and personalities. You know, when I'm meeting someone, I don't have, well, I mean, everyone has preconceived notions, but I try to push those aside now. Um, and recognize that this is a person standing in front of me and they have a story and everyone has their own reason for being the way that they are. Um, Mm -hmm. And I have, I mean, I used to listen to the podcast before I started doing this, but really sitting in and seeing their face and and recognizing their emotions, it's been a very enlightening process for me, at least. Yeah. Yeah, same here. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyone come to mind over the years? Yeah. The first one that came to my head was Morgan Smith. Yeah. That, and, and I came into that episode knowing absolutely nothing about this girl sitting in front of me. And by the end of the episode, I found myself completely empathizing with her and, and pouring my heart into her. And by the... I mean, I give her hugs sometimes when I see her now. And, yeah. and I recognize a new face you know I I knew her before just by you know facial recognition I had never had a real conversation with her and I reached out to her on email and then putting a face to the words it was just it was all a really great process that was a really good one you know it really speaks to I think what 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 I'm trying to do, what we're trying to do, which is that when people are open, like Morgan was about her own abuse situation yeah. and things like that, I mean, at least I hope this is her experience. It's definitely mine. Yeah. I am much less likely to nitpick yeah. on a person when I actually know mm-hmm. their story, right? Yeah. And so, 
And so for me, that's, that continues to be the message of the podcast. We just, just talk about our stories yeah. because I think in this weird way, and, and so many people don't buy into it, but I think in this weird way, the more open we are, the less likely people are to, yeah. Nit, yeah. to nitpick on it. Um, um, you know, and, and like the chalkboard project is that's trying to get at the same idea, right? Mm-hmm. Let's be really open about it with the hope that if we are and we see that other people are, yeah. then okay, we can acknowledge it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, acknowledge it and move on. Part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so, when you think about Maddie, sort of in your few episodes sitting in mm-hmm. on the interviews, and when you think about next year, are you able to? You know, what do you, what, what's in your mind as things you, well, l- like, have seen and noticed and maybe things you'd like to either change or accomplish or... I mean, for me, just, like, looking at the past few weeks and, like, what's to come, I can see, um, just, like, listening to myself in the podcast, I can see areas where I need to grow um, conversationally, I guess, and just, like, with my questions, like, developing better questions, that's just, like, me, myself... Um, can I, I can I interrupt you? I mean, I hope you'll give more. But what do you even like? Maybe that could shine some light on people yeah. when they're talking to someone. Mm-hmm. How they could approach it with questions instead of with just trying to figure stuff out. Like, what do you mean? What do you mm-hmm. notice when you're listening to the podcast back? I guess just making, or I don't know, like wording my questions better, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that way, like people understand what we're trying to get at or like what's trying to come across. And I don't know. I guess, like, questions that reflect more what they're saying, not something that I've come up with beforehand that I'm like, oh, yeah. I really want to ask them this question. Like, be present in, like, what they're saying and, like, just go with the I, <laughs> I can agree with that. I found myself, especially in the beginning, I would, I would, you know, formulate a question in my head, but the conversation kept going, and I knew I wanted to ask that question at some time. Um, and so I would interject with that question at a weird time and so that mm-hmm. would cut off the conversation so really being present in what they're saying at that moment and coming up with questions based on what they're saying and actually you know being curious and being mm-hmm. um in uh um interested in what they're saying at that time mm-hmm. is a good feature to have I yeah. need I needed to do that a lot more earlier on I think that's good that you're mm-hmm. recognizing it early and I feel like with that also just Getting, like, knowing what questions to ask, like, being present, knowing the questions to ask to get you to a deeper level. Because at first, like, there's, like, I don't know, there's, like, a wall you have to get past. Like, when you're, like, talking to people, having a conversation, but then knowing what questions you need to ask in order to get to the, like, in order to get them to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Like, in order to get them to open up. For sure. And to do, and then to try to do that quickly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Half an hour. (laughs) Yeah. And so... And so one of the things that I think about is um, how important it is your communication. So I don't know what listeners know or don't know, but your communication beforehand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How important it is in the email to just open up yeah. and say, this is what we're hoping and hoping to, that you you bring a story of your own life as that's what we're looking for and mm-hmm. um, that you're willing to share with us. And, and you do that and you've done that so beautifully. And I'm thankful not just to the two of you, but to Elise before you, and mm-hmm. also to, to people who were involved in taking pictures, uh, to, you know, Isabel this year who helped us with photos, and also um, just with the people who come on. I kind of am amazed. Mm-hmm. I can always go back to, you know, I, I keep, Elise and I talked about it, I think we did too, that 
if we don't know who to interview, it's like the whole idea of the podcast is we could just grab the person Everyone. in the mm-hmm. hall yeah. and be like, come in and talk to us. Yeah. And you're worthy, right? Yeah. Your story mm-hmm. is worthy. Yeah. What a nice um, sentiment that I is, know. I think. Mm-hmm. So, Beautiful. What is it that makes... This is a separate question, so I'm asking about production, but then I'm asking the two of you as well. What makes a really strong podcast and what, you know, because it's interesting. Um, Um, I think it's something, when you really understand that person, when you can empathize with them, and it's a, a lesson or something that everyone can take away from it. It's... It's obviously really interesting when you listen to a very specific story and something that someone has been, um, it's been on their heart lately or something. I mean, that's valuable for the person and it's valuable for everyone else to listen to it. But I think there's a, a special something about when someone, when, when the person you're interviewing talks or speaks to something that everyone can relate to because mm-hmm. it gives the listeners incentive and it gives them... It gives them something to take away from the podcast other than um, a new sense of empathy. It mm-hmm. gives them like a direction to go in or or, mm-hmm. or words of wisdom. That's why I always try to, and they took this release, but I always try to ask for, you know, do you have any advice for someone? Because even if it's a really specific episode, those words of wisdom are always <laughs> universal. Everyone can take from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think about... Um, so when I think about a good episode, mm-hmm. I think of, yes, something that can relate to everyone, but I always love it when it comes from an unexpected voice. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe somebody who's, um, I, well, I don't know, struggling with something. I, I always, when I find myself drawn to mm-hmm. the unexpected voice. You're just you know? surprised yeah. by, um, I think that's another sentiment from this you know, whole podcast is you can have similarities with people you never knew you could. Yeah. You find those little bits and pieces of yourself that you share with other people who are completely different from you, and that helps you um, also not to judge them. Yeah, even what you guys were just talking about, like, I'm thinking to my few episodes that I've done, and, like, I can, I can see it. Like, that even just, like, being in the room, like you said earlier, like, seeing them face-to-face, and what you said, like, there's that wall that you feel between people like I know for me like I'll see people in the hall I'm like wow I wish I knew them better I mm-hmm. wish I could tell and like why don't I talk to them I don't know but yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I should yeah. but then like in the podcast if you're just like sitting there talking to them you're like oh like they're not exactly what you said like they're not that different like yeah. even though they are unique in their own ways they're similar like we're all people we're all feeling similar things so yeah. We have passions, we have anxieties, mm-hmm. we have things that keep us from, we have obstacles, we have, yeah. right, we all have, those are the things that, that bind us all, right, we all mm-hmm. have loves in our life, right? so these are the things that bind us, and, and well, that's what empathy is, right, understanding, yeah. that I'm willing to understand what it is um, for you, and here's what it is for me, and I'll listen to you, and, and try to understand, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, when you think about um, the future, so, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Maddie, you're on board. Mm-hmm. We're going to move 100%. We're gonna move into year three of a podcast. I mean, mm-hmm. when I think about it, 109 episodes. Uh, my gosh, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's really a lot. So I'm just thinking about the future. What do, what do you think for continued growth? And to mm-hmm. me, that 
like like testing at a school listens the amount of listens is a way and it's good it's good to know where you stand and we did go up in listens and that's great and so i think it's a way so how can we either increase listens or how can we just make what's the next step of the podcast either via listens or other ways mm -hmm. i feel like getting people getting perspectives that aren't necessarily students while students are good i feel like I feel like they're good for interesting the school and like the audience we have here, but then I feel like reaching out to the community and more people that are like out and about, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that'll like, that could, if we're looking at listens, that could get listens from people that are not necessarily like affiliated with the school at all or like that aren't hearing it from us, but from them, like telling their friends, hey, like I was on this podcast and then people listen to it, you know, spread that way. Um, but I do think it's valuable to keep people from the school in the podcast because, um, that's where we're starting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. It, well, I think that's something that we've got to keep asking ourselves. Mm -hmm. What's our aim? Mm -hmm. You know, what makes this unique to listen to? Unlike, unlike, gosh, any other podcast yeah. where people mm -hmm. are telling where people are telling their stories. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to go like, well, how are we connected? I, uh, for me, for me, it's like some sort of connection to the school. But as mm -hmm. it turns out, Maddie, right? What's cool about schools and what part of the story I'd like to tell is there are lots of people in the community connected to schools. Um, we've not yet had we've not yet had uh, any of our maintenance people. Mm -hmm. We've not yet had a janitor on the podcast. Um, when I think about um, connected to the school, I think of just all, so, uh, many of the voices we've not yet spoken mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. and trying to get that perspective is yeah. my. Mm -hmm. sense uh, that's something I'd like to do yeah. yeah for measuring the growth I think you said you know there are many ways we can measure growth and one of the ways that we could or that we have is by the number of listens but the one of the things that I've always kept my eye out for is the the conversation that I have with people I have had numerous people come up to me and say, oh, I listened to your podcast. That was amazing, you know, because I shared it on Facebook and my grandma listened to it or something. Well, I mean, like, yeah. they are going to listen to it because it's my grandma. <laughs> yeah. right. But um, but having Mrs. Hevlin, I have some of my friends who, who are skeptical of this whole idea of elevating empathy and so on and so forth. You know, they're just, they're, they're teenagers who are just so involved in, in life and being in the moment and so... Um, these initiatives for change are kind of new ideas for people like that. So um, when they tell me that they listen to my podcast, that is the most rewarding feeling I can yeah. ever have because they they listened. They understand, like, they get it now, yeah. you know, what yeah. we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Or at least they listen to that story and they get where that person is coming from. So that's yeah. one more person that they are less likely to judge. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. When you think about the skepticism, because yep. you know, it you know, it's just simply inevitable. Mm -hmm. But where, what do you think is the source of skepticism? That I don't know. Um, when I think about the initiatives at just our own high school, mm -hmm. I think of the whole child. So once a month, we had um, we were consciously doing an activity that set aside the schoolwork and thought about something else. Um, I think about the chalkboard project, of course. Mm -hmm. I think about um, the podcast. 
and I'm sure there are uh, many other number of initiatives going on that I don't even know of or that I know of, but I'm not coming up with on the mm -hmm, spot. Mm -hmm. And yet there's skepticism. Where, where, what do you think, where does that bred? Where is that born, um, that skepticism? I feel like people are confident, are wrongly confident in where they are at the moment. Like, I know I felt this in myself. Like, before I started IB, I was like, yeah, I'm a great person, and I can think of different perspectives, and I, like, I feel like I have a worldly view of stuff, but, like, clearly now I realize I did not, and, like, <laughs> clearly I am not as far as I can be, like, I'm expecting to grow much more, but I think people are stuck in their idea of, like, yes, like, I am at the best point that I can be at right now, like, I don't need to hmm. go further, or, like, I'm already good in this area, I don't need more, you know what I mean? But I feel like the way to get over that is just to have people realize, like, no, as harsh as that sounds, like, no, like, there's so much further you could go, mm -hmm. which I think is the aim of the podcast is just getting people to listen to it and then mm -hmm. overcome that, but, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, having um, that space to grow is always really important for people to mm -hmm. keep, and I don't think a lot of people have that space to grow, and I've always lived by the initiative that um, knowledge will bring understanding and with that understanding will come acceptance and so giving people the knowledge that maybe there is more space to grow or maybe uh, giving them the knowledge that this person comes from this family or this person has this job will give them understanding into their life and to their their lifestyle and and then will come the acceptance of you are a person just like I am. You've been here for, you know, four weeks, Maddie. Mm -hmm. I mean, as I mean, you've already discussed some of it that you're learning. It's been interesting to hear you talk because you've been saying because <laughs> you've been saying like you're learning almost more about yourself mm -hmm. than even than even the I'm mean, the the interviews. I mean, I'm sure you, of course you're learning about them too. But I think that's mm -hmm. so interesting that yeah. through the process you're learning about yourself. I don't know if you have any other observation, but I yeah. noticed that you're saying that. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, I'm just I don't know. I feel like listening to myself being forced to listen to myself when I'm <laughs> editing the podcast. Yeah. I listen and I think, oh, should I have said that? Probably not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like just <laughs> listening back and realizing, like, oh, next time I'm gonna do this. I'm not gonna do this, and just realizing, I don't know, just observing what I'm saying and like being self-aware, I think, mm -hmm. is something that I'm learning to work on. <laughs> yeah. Like, through it, just like these four weeks, I'm hoping, you know, over the summer, then next year, starting the podcast, <laughs> yeah. yes, it'll That's be good. good but. Are there any last uh, words of advice in your own words, Ashley? Find yourself in the interviews. I think there is room for yourself to grow, and that will carry on to the rest of your life. That is not even a joke. <laughs> it's, it's true, and every single person, you'll find something that you see yourself doing, or in, or, you know, and that is what empathy is at its core. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Tooney, for dragging me into this. <laughs> and, Elise, and Elise McGannon for putting my name into the pot. I really am so thankful for you guys. Uh, Ashley, Maddie, it's really a pleasure to work with students like you. I mean, it, it, it makes, it lifts me up. So thank you for uh, being with me here this year and, um, and trying to, to just, well, elevate empathy. Mm -hmm. 
Thanks for listening. Be sure to tune in next week for the next episode. And don't forget to submit works of art and writing to our website to spread a little more empathy.